Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it, so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast. But obviously, it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. Just one question. Welcome to Deal or No Deal. The only reason I'm here is because I think very little scrutiny was applied by a fellow with a beard. Today is going to be the day that the deal turns up here. All right, I'll say something else on a political level. You don't go out each day and think, well, I'll keep breaking the law until I get caught. Deal or no deal. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. Billy Eilish, all the Google go to hell. Before that, we start with Stormzy, Sounds of the Skeng. Hi, good afternoon, hello. This is Alec Feldman. I am live until five o'clock. That's right, actually live. I'm here. Hello. I'll prove I'm live by referencing something topical that has just happened. I'm so stressed out today. Today is it's fully stressing me out. If you're, if you're following UK news, oh my God, it's kicking off, actually kicking off in Parliament at the moment. Crazy things are happening. I am glued to Twitter. Um, if at any point in today's show, I just kind of stop mid-sentence, I'm just I know, talking about something like, oh my God, can you believe what Justin Bieber was doing with... Oh my gosh! Then that'll be because I've read something on Twitter that is shocking because there's there's a lot of dramatic twists today. And, and like I said, it's stressing me out, but it's also kind of exciting. A part of me is living for the drama. A part of me is genuinely a bit scared and panicked about all the drama and everything that's going down today. Um, 
I woke up and I was I was just a bit stressed. Literally first thought of the day was, oh my god, today's like D-Day for Brexit stuff. And I just felt a bit fed up and sad about the whole thing. Because it's a mess and it's it's all going badly and it's stressing me out. So um I suppose the next two hours can be a partial escape, but also it won't be a full escape for me because I will have one eye on Twitter the whole time to, to work out what the hell is going on. So um, you know, you'll hear it you'll hear it here, probably not first, second or third, maybe, if anything truly shocking happens. But we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Um have you have you been alright then? I've I've missed you. A lot's been going on. Um, partially my own fault that I haven't been here, partially just the way events coincided. But a lot is happening today to make up for my absence. I have like three weeks worth of stories for you, um, which means that they might be slightly higher quality than usual. Also on the show, um, Niall Horan, I think he's been doing his GCSE French recently. I'll tell you why after four o'clock. Also, misleading questions after four. And soon, going without things and probably the manliest thing I've ever spoken about on the show ever power tools we're going to be discussing power tools in the next 10 minutes because of something that got put through my letterbox recently um also I am going to resume my job as an estate agent today an estate agent to the stars because there's yet another famous person who needs my help to sell his house I I'm I'm more than happy to oblige. We'll do that at 10 past four. Also on the show, a 60 second guide coming up and we will do someone's knocking at your door as well. Kicks off at uh, five to four, finishes at 10 to five for this week's edition of someone's knocking at your door. All on the way. And next, it is time for This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I don't have all that much wisdom, but the wisdom I do have, I like to share with you immediately. Anything I've acquired over the last seven days this is where you find out some life lessons for you i have three and let's crack on lesson number one this week i learned i'm gonna sound really really like baby boomer here when i say this we're too dependent on our phones we are um there's there's too much dependency going on i don't want to elaborate on this one too much because we'll we'll pick it up again in about 15 less than about Actually, yeah, 15 minutes time we'll pick this one up again. But just, I've realised this. It suddenly hit me. We are, we're so dependent on our phones and it can be a bit of a problem. Find out why in the next 15. But that's that's something I'll learn. Lesson number two. Here's something I can tell you. If you haven't figured this one out for yourself already, this week I learned careers interviews are as, as good as useless. Pretty much. I went to one this week because um, I'm in my third year at uni now and so I'm panicking about what comes next. And so I was like, I know what I'll do to make myself feel better. I'll go for a careers interview. And and off I went. It was actually cancelled. It was supposed to be last week and the person flaked on me. And so this week, this meeting that I've been waiting for for such a long time. And and I get there and I get about 10 minutes when I basically the best advice I was given was join some Facebook groups. Join Facebook group. What? Join some Facebook. Okay, fine. I'll join some Facebook groups. That'll get me a graduate job. Just chill out on Facebook. Fine. Cool. Great advice. Thanks so much for the appointment. Um, see you when I'm having a really successful career. All thanks to the Facebook groups I joined. Yeah, nice one. Thanks. So uh, kind of don't bother with them. I don't think. Not much point. Good as useless. That's one thing. One more thing for you. This week I learned. This is a fact, an actual fact, which is kind of fun. The world's largest tutu, you know tutus, those pink frilly things that, that ballerinas wear? The, 
The world's largest is 26.26 meters. That's quite big. For context, if you want to imagine that in your head, imagine a double-decker bus. It can fit around a double-decker bus. I know because I've seen the picture. I was looking at world records this week because I want to try and break one. Just because bored, get some people involved. Why not? Um, and I was looking at ones that we could break. And I stumbled across the world's largest tutu. And there was just this picture of a boss wearing a tutu. I thought, that's great. So 26.26 metres, that is the world's largest. You could you could have like a whole ballet troupe fit inside that. All of them together. And you'd still probably have a lot of room. So that's kind of cool. Tutu facts, that's what I'm here for. So in summary, this week I've learned. We're too dependent on our phones. Find out why soon. Careers interviews are a massive waste of time. And um, big tutus can fit around a double-decker bus. That's good, right? Coming up, some Dan and Shay, some Tiesto, and now Post Malone. This is Circles. Wizard Radio Saturday afternoon. I'm Alec, and that was Post Malone with Circles. Hi, good afternoon. On the way, really good song from Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber, which I like very much, and some Tiesto coming up, and some Taney as well. Now, um... I don't like to be exclusionary, what's the word? Exclusionary, yeah. I don't like to be exclusionary, but I've, I've got to tell you that at this point in time, right now, we are about to get very manly, because I am a ruddy bloke. You know me, uh, as, as red-blooded male as they come. Yeah, love it. And um, we're going to have a very manly conversation now. So, so women... Go away, because we're talking about manly things right now. Oh, yes, because it's time for a conversation about power tools. Grr. Yeah. You can't just say power tools. You have to say power tools. It's just that kind of a word. You can't say it in a normal voice. It doesn't work. Um, power tools. Sorry. Power tools. What is there to say about power tools? Um, well... They're, they're great. You can get you can get big drills um, and chainsaws and stuff like that. Yeah, Shay, big chainsaws, massive, awesome. Um, yeah, there is there is a reason I'm talking about power tools, by the way. It hasn't just sort of I haven't randomly one day decided that I want to make the show manlier and have a power tools based feature. Something came through my door quite recently. It wasn't knocking at my door. Um, it was an inanimate object, so there was no knocking. It just came through the letterbox, and I was I was kind of confused. It's just what it was doing there. Because, you know, you get stuff through your letterbox all the time. People trying to sell you stuff. Uh, Domino's, they like dropping off their menus and vouchers and stuff. Papa John's, just lots of pizza places. Loads of sort of local takeaways. The kind of place that, you know, they might do kebabs and pizza and burgers all in one. And you're just like, well, do you really? Do I, do I want to trust you to do all of those things at once? That kind of stuff comes through your door a lot. Um, sometimes you might get... A letter from the TV licensing people being like, um, please pay your TV license or, uh, I don't know, credit card bills if, if you have a credit card. Lots of things come through the door. And uh, farm food brochures as well. That's sort of a more of a catalogue thing, right? Um, they try to sell you loads of weird tin stuff, like uh, a kilogram of tinned mint meat. And all those things come in a catalogue. And there are sort of varying degrees of how much do you want this when people post things post things through your letterbox right pizza you're kind of like okay yeah fair enough farm foods i say is just about the limit of a reasonable thing that could be posted through your letterbox and you would actually want to buy something from it it doesn't you know appeal to me personally the kilogram of tin mints but someone might want it so fair enough but but then a couple of weeks ago this happened now right 
got a brochure through my front door for power tools. That's right. A whole booklet of just like literally tools for DIY and stuff like that. And I was just confused because it's weird. Nobody is going to look at that and want to buy anything from it, you know, off off the cuff, spontaneously. It had stuff like a blooming cement mixer. Who buys a cement mixer for their own personal use? Nobody I know. Generally, only builders have cement mixers. But yeah, you could buy it. You could buy an orange one, or you could buy a, an even bigger sort of yellow one. Um, £394.80 for one of those cement mixers. Isn't that great? Great value for money. If I had nearly 400 quid, I would totally spontaneously buy a cement mixer because I make so much cement because, like I said, I'm a manly man. Grr. Um, what else? There's, there's an enormous fan. It's like a 30-inch fan. That's huge. Um, that's you know, £142.80 if that takes your fancy. Or possibly my favourite thing that was in this brochure. A chainsaw! That's right. For just £161.99, including that, a, a McCulloch petrol chainsaw could be yours. With a, a 0.3 litre fuel tank, double activated chain brake and anti-vibration technology. Oh, yes. I need that chainsaw in my life. Yes, please. I'm just, I'm so confused. Nobody, nobody's sitting there thinking, you know what? I didn't think I needed a chainsaw, but 100, 161.99, how could I say that? Nobody's doing this. Nobody, I, I refuse to believe that anybody is getting this catalogue through their door and deciding that they want to buy a cement mixer and a chainsaw just because it's advertised. It's not happening. It's weird. It's a waste of paper. I suppose it keeps people in jobs. Someone will have a job, some like 16-year-old doing his GCSEs, delivering those. So maybe maybe it's not all bad, but I, just, I don't really see the point. Anyway, there ends today's discussion on power tools. More power tools conversation next week or never, probably. This is good. I like it. It's kind of country music vibe. Justin Bieber's on it. It's Dan and Shay, 10,000 hours. Wizard Radio, that was Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber, 10,000 hours. And I'm Alec Feldman. Hello and good afternoon. Hope you are good. So I mentioned about 15 minutes ago in this week I learned one of the things I learned this week was that we are as a, as a generation we're too dependent on our phones and I know that sounds really like baby boomer oh kids these days but um, I've, I've come to this realization the hard way and I don't know it all suddenly clicked into place um, I'm not probably going to change my life because of it but worth sharing nonetheless because um, I had to live without a phone for four whole days, four days without a phone, it's completely just nothing. And I really struggled. Um, it all because, right, of a micro USB charging port. This is the one, if you if you have an iPhone, you won't have a clue what I'm talking about because you, you, your phones have had charging sort of nailed for years now. But, but Android phones for a very long time suffered. They were built with these kind of rubbish micro USB ports. They're the ones that are shaped a bit like a trapezium uh, kind of wider at the bottom than the top and you can only put it in one way around and they're rubbish they just they break all the time like you start off you've got a brand new phone and it clicks in nicely and it fits really tightly and everything's fine when you've had that phone for like two years it gets a bit more wobbly it kind of slides in falls out quite a lot um and for a while my phone would be kind of heading in that direction charging wasn't great you had to sort of get it at the right angle otherwise it wouldn't go in 
Um, this this problem recently kind of got a lot worse, a hell of a lot worse, to the point where there was only one charging cable I owned that worked randomly. It was a free one, like a really cheap free one that I got from the bus company in Freshers Week. And that was all, the only thing I could use to charge my phone. And then disaster struck. And I left it somewhere. I left it hundreds of miles away. And I, I couldn't get it sent back to me for a couple of days. In that time, the phone battery died. Obviously, because well, phone batteries don't last more than like a day. And, and none of my other chargers worked. And so I was kind of, I was having a go with all these different chargers. I tried so many, dozens, literally. I took it to two different shops and asked them to have a look at it. They couldn't find a charger that worked. And I was like, oh no, this could be quite bad. If I can't get this phone working again, then, I mean, that's that's the end. And so I, I'd already been without it for, for like, I don't know, three days by the time this charger was finally sent back to me in the post. And it was a tense moment. A lot was resting on this charger actually working. And I plugged it in and left it in the wall. Nothing happened. Thought, okay, I'll leave it for a few more minutes. Nothing, nothing happened. I jiggled it around. I pulled it in, put it out, changed the plug socket, changed the angle, everything. Nothing worked. This one charger that I've been riding on to actually get my phone going again just, just didn't work. So the phone was just dead. Nothing could be done to save it. And I was, I was quite sad because number one, I really liked that phone. Number two, I had no intention of buying a new phone just yet. And number three, it just meant I had to go without a phone for longer. And those those three initial days were kind of weird. I think in the end it was four days. By the time I had to order a new phone, a new phone arrived. And it's all fine now. But four days without a phone is a surprisingly long time. All the, the uninteresting Twitter posts I might have missed by only looking at it when I was on my laptop all the snapchats that i didn't get the streaks i lost i lost a like 300 day streak because of that phone dying which i was kind of gutted about i know snapchat streaks aren't a cool thing to care about but i was i was a bit gutted i was really sad um and uh whatsapp messages i missed people kind of got slightly concerned that i was ignoring them and thought i was like dead in the ditch somewhere it's it's kind of stressful only communicating with people on facebook messenger when you've got your laptop open and you miss that kind of stuff. Or like when you're waiting somewhat for something somewhere, you're in a queue. You're like, oh, I'm just going to get my phone out and see if there's anything interesting on there. You can't do that. You've just got to stand there. I went to Morrison's. It was mad. Like there were queues going down the aisles. It was that busy. And I had to queue for like 10 minutes in Morrison's. Nothing to do. Couldn't just look at my phone because it didn't work. It, it's such a weird thing to realize how much you use your phone. And having to go without it is is stressful so um how have i changed my ways now that i've got a new phone and i've realized i've seen the light that we're much too dependent how have i changed them i haven't really it's all fine i've just gone back to how how things were and everything's a lot better everything's a lot easier i don't need to worry about missing appointments or not wearing wet not knowing where to go to get to places so you know um it's not a life-changing realization but it is a realization we are kind of too dependent on our phones so um here's where you come in let's let's broaden this out let's not just talk about phones anymore other things that you've had to go without maybe things you really like have you ever maybe tried to give up eating biscuits or something um no tv have you ever had to go without that or something something that is a big part of your life have you ever had to go without it for an extended period of time can you tell me about it please how have you coped what was the thing 
How did it make you feel? What was it like when you got it back? All of these things I would love to know, please. Um, so you can send me a text if you'd like to help me out. 07807-183-538. That's my text number. Send me a text or send an email to station at wizardradio.co.uk. Just want to know, when have you gone without things that you use a lot and are important to you in your life? And how have you coped? How has it gone? Uh, do let me know. We'll read out for you in a bit. After Taney and now this is Tiesto and Mabel with God is a Dancer. On that song, you've got Taney and you've got Jesse Reyes and Tory Lanes. It's called Feel It Too, not to be confused with Feel It Still by, um, who was it? Portugal The Man. I tried to get my smart speaker to play that song the other day and it kept playing with Portugal The Man. I was not impressed. Before that, Tiesto, Mabel, God is a Dancer on Wizard Radio. Hello, it's Alec live until five o'clock. And we are discussing when you've had to go without things that are kind of quite important in your life. You use them a lot, and when you have to go without them, it's difficult. I had four whole days this week without a phone. They were the longest four days of my life, honestly. Such a long time, felt like it anyway. Katie says, a few months ago, there was an issue with the pipes outside of my house. For literally three days, we didn't have hot water. Oh, that's quite that's quite an important one, really. It was so difficult because you don't realise how important something as basic as hot water is until you've lost it. We literally had to shout my at uh, my grandma's house, which is a 20-minute drive away, every evening to be clean. It was so good when we got it back. It felt like we were living during the war. Oh, come on, Katie. Come off it. That's that's a tad overdramatic. It's not like the war. You know, they, you still had food. It wasn't rationed. There weren't, like, planes and bombs going off all around you. But, yeah. Fair enough. I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from a little bit. I mean, how much do you like your grandma? That's, I guess, a key question here. Is it an effort to have to go to see your grandma every day just to wash? Or is it like, oh, great, we get to go to our grandma's and we get to shower in hot water. What a what a day. Aren't we lucky? Um, yeah, but I suppose that also means, I guess it was a few months ago, that would have been the summer. So it's not like it would have been the depths of freezing cold winter and you had no central heating. That would be pretty shoddy if it was in the middle of winter. Yeah, hot water, kind of quite important. At least you had a kettle so you could make tea. I assume you have a kettle. Most people do. At least there was that. Stephen says, Ooh, I got my phone confiscated at school last year. Naughty, naughty Stephen. Uh, you're reading what you sow. Um, he says, Which, I say, should be banned because it's so dangerous to suddenly be without your phone and not be able to tell anyone you no longer have a phone. Which is actually quite a good point. Um, good point well made, Stephen. That was very difficult, he says. They wouldn't give it back to me for the rest of the week. The week? Blimey. My parents wouldn't give me a replacement phone either. So I had to live most of the week without a phone. And I just felt a bit naked, to be honest. Yes, Stephen, exactly that. I used that exact phrase. I was like, ooh, I feel a bit naked without my phone. Maybe this is kind of symbolic of the, the weird attachment that we all have with our phones. This whole four days that I was without mine, I still carried it everywhere I went with me. Even though it was literally just a lump of plastic and metal and glass, it was about as useful as a doorstop when it comes to making phone calls. It was just very expensive paperweight. Like, I, I couldn't not have it in my pocket because it just would have felt too weird. And I guess I was just living in the false hope that it might miraculously come back to life. But yeah, I felt naked. That's exactly how I felt. I totally understand that. You feel really exposed. It's like, oh my God, if I'm in like an awkward situation, I can't just look on my phone and pretend I'm busy doing something I have to just stand there staring it's kind of hard and weird yeah naked is exactly the right word for it uh, Danny 
Oh, this is a bad one. Losing my scientific maths calculator. During my GCSEs, that's what Danny did. It's not like I couldn't live without it or I use it the whole time, but it was just one of those really annoying things that my teacher always pointed out to me. And it's so expensive to buy a new one. That was a big regret of mine. Big regret. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. Well, you just sat there during like your maths GCSE calculator paper, desperately doing like long calculations by hand because you had no calculator. That that must have been a proper pain. That's a dangerous game to play. You don't want to be without your calculator. Did they did they take pity on you, your teachers, and be like, oh well, have a new one, or were they like, oh no, you should bring the right equipment, and it's not our fault if you haven't got the right stuff, and they make you. Like I said, just do everything by hand. Because that would be mean. Very mean. Yeah, that's not the kind of thing you want to do. Also, uh, Kaylee says, I lost my school bag once. With all of my books and everything in it. An absolute nightmare. I never found it either. I do not recommend. What? How do you lose a school bag? Like, how can you lose it somewhere where you don't know where it's gone? It's quite big. Surely it would show up. And if it had all your books in, then people would have seen that it was like oh that's Kaylee's bag we'll have to return this to her at speed but apparently not that's what maybe it's nicked but, I mean jokes on them if they nick your bag and all they end up with is a load of science textbooks but yeah quite inconvenient yeah it's it's challenge. it is a challenge going without kind of useful things for an extended time period and I know it's a very a very like millennial gen z problem like oh I didn't have my phone for four days but it was it was weird and a uh, lesson learned that we are we're all too dependent on our phones like i said not going to change my behavior but at least now i know that um oh this is fun new medusa to play you Do you remember medusa off of that oh sorry wait a minute what if it goes like this that song yeah he's back they're back whoever it is becky hill good boys on it as well this is called lost control this is alec feldman the podcast i'll tell you what medusa is a very clever person or people I, i'm still not entirely sure because, you know, they, they did Peace of Your Heart. They did that one. That was huge. What they've done now is just gone, right, that worked. How can we release the same song, but change it just, just a little bit? So it sounds slightly different, but people will still love it. That's what he's done. Or she, or they. Like I said, I have no idea. That's, that's clever. Really sticks to a formula, though. Medusa, Becky Hill, good boys. Lost Control. It's Wizard Radio. Talking about phones, actually, this reminded me of another thing that I've been meaning to tell you. Which is kind of funny. Um... Uh, a very handy guide on how not to use a phone camera because I saw something a person did something sort of to me I suppose I've never seen anything like it like ever it it totally floored me and I just wanted to wee myself laughing because it was it was brilliant um me and my friends just on a, a sort of a strange evening expedition got invited to to someone to go, go see someone. I'm not entirely sure who they were. They were like a friend of a friend, possibly of a friend. Quite a distant connection, right? But they were they were having a little gathering in their student halls because they were a first year. And so they lived in halls. But they were also, I believe, quite minted. And I know this because they lived in like some really, really fancy halls. Like student halls generally are kind of all right. Not too fancy, not horrible, not horrendous. But like this place was next level like really fancily designed designed as if it was some huge apartment that would go for I don't know half a million quid in london but it, it wasn't it was just student halls really fancy decoration fancy lights 
fancy sofas. There were pool tables and a PS4 and table tennis. And it, just, it had everything. And it was, it was proper fancy. And we end up there and we run our way out of this really fancy place at the end that we've been invited to. And we noticed they had some photo frames. You know the kind, they're like fake Instagram posts with a cutout in the middle. You can hold them up, put them around your face and get your picture done. We're like, well, obviously we've got to get these these branded picture frames just to show that here we are. We've been here to these really fancy halls. We can remember it forever and ever. And and that was the plan. And because they were fancy, these this place had um, 24-7 security. So there's a security guy on the desk who we asked to take this photo for us. And... I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if he was messing around or whether he'd genuinely never seen a smartphone camera before. Because, like, he goes to take this photo. He got handed somebody's phone. And he he stood there with, you know, the front-facing camera. No, sorry, the rear camera. The one that's not on the screen side. Pointing, like, that was the one that switched on. But then he turned the phone around and was holding it. So the screen was facing us. And he was like, oh, I can't see the button. How does this work? And we were like, no, no, you need to turn it around. So what he did was instead of flipping the phone so that actually the camera was pointing at us, he just sort of turned it the other way around. So it was it was still facing us the wrong way. And, it, and he managed to sort of reach around and press the button. And then the photo, <laughs> the photo we, he came up with is just... Um, just a picture of his his thumb because obviously he was holding the phone but also pointing at the camera at himself so it's just just his thumb and we're like no 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 you need to turn it around around and someone goes up to him and like actually turns the camera so it was pointing at us and he, he took some photos in the end but his, his thumb is covering them up a little bit due to clearly just not having a clue how a smartphone camera works and this whole time we were just trying so hard not to laugh because it's kind of mean you know, he was being nice. He was taking a photo of us in this frame to prove we were at these really fancy halls. But just <laughs> utterly inept. I've never seen anything like it. Someone tried to use a phone camera like that. It was incredible. It's just the funniest, possibly the funniest thing I've seen for a very long time. This poor guy wondering why he can't, like, press the shutter button because it's on the wrong side of the phone whilst pointing the camera at himself. Weird and brilliant. So that's, that's how not to use a phone camera. The first, probably, and last time I ever see anyone try using it like that. Incredible. On the way, someone, I have a funny feeling, might be knocking at the door very soon. First, though, new Harry Styles, lights up, Wizard Radio. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Just before we get into this, I told you I'd have sort of one eye on Twitter for the whole show, and I've just seen one of my favourite tweets to, from, from the day. Obviously, because loads of Brexit stuff happening in the UK Parliament at the moment. Quite a, an important day. Although it might now be less important, weirdly enough. But but basically, a lot's been going on. And um, an MP called Peter Bone has has been speaking to, I think it was BBC News or something. He's, he's very much in favour of Brexit. So he's not happy at what's been going on. He says, um, I'm fed up. It's been a complete waste of time. And it's spoiled today because it's my birthday. And I just thought that's that's brilliant. It has very sort of sons crying now thanks vibes to it, and I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah, it's it's ruined Peter Bone MP's birthday. How sad. Poor poor Mr. Bone. 
Anyway, hey, um, that's that's kind of irrelevant. I just thought I'd share that with you. Back to someone's knocking at your door. Welcome, welcome, welcome to radio's only feature based on the adverts for the People's Postcode Lottery. Uh, I'm Alec Feldman. I'm your host of this this radio game show. And uh, in a second, I feel like... Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'll get back to you in a minute. But I think... Do you hear that? That's, that's quite aggressive, actually. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a really aggressive one today. Mm. I think someone might be knocking at the door. Yeah, all right, all right. We get it, we get it. Um, someone is knocking at the door. How interesting. A very aggressive knocker. That, that might be a clue. Maybe that this person is quite determined to come in this week. But that's very interesting. Basically, um, if you're wondering what's going on, someone seems to be knocking at the door. But I'm a bit funny. I, I don't like just opening the door to people and letting them in. I will only allow them into into my home if, first, everybody who is already present in the room, which is that's all of you, if you can all guess who it is. And if you can't guess, then they're not allowed in. That's kind of how it works. And so, um, so in order for this person who was knocking very aggressively to be allowed in, we have to work out who they are. We do this by asking five questions. They, they're sort of supposed to be yes, no questions, but that rule's a bit, a bit liberal. We can interpret that however we like. Um, and then after those five questions, it's up to you to guess who is knocking at the door. If you can guess, they can come in. If you can't guess, I will send them away and I won't give them so much as a cup of tea. So, uh, James, hello. Hello. Um, welcome back to my house. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been, it's been so much of a while that I completely forgot that we had music for this, that I had to go on air. Yeah, it's, it's all going off. This is a very organised sort of saturday afternoon tea party it is i've got a question before my questions a pre-question question a pre-question question just Proceed. to either make this game very short or to clear some things up yes is it ainsley harriet it's not ainsley harriet. okay all right i asked is out of the question now everybody knows it's not ainsley harriet good good it's not ainsley harriet that's you can have that clue for free ainsley Thank harriet you. is not knocking at the door all right um, some real questions all right then. My first question. Yes. Is it a man? No. So okay, so it's not a man. Okay. Is it an actual person or a, or like a character or figure? It is an actual person. So what we can deduce from this is that it's a woman. Okay, it's an actual real-life woman who's trying to get into the house. Are they yes, related they in are. some way to politics? No, they are most definitely not. Oh, okay, not political. So it's the, that whole thing you're saying, very determined to come in, was nothing to do with Brexit or anything like that. No, far from it. <laughs> oh, far from it. Are they an artist? Like a music artist. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were, but I'm going to say no, because that's not what they're known for. No, 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 but could have musical talent. Okay. Uh, I never said talent. Musical Actually, ambition. I've just, just Googled. I don't think, as far as I can tell, this person has any kind of musical history. Okay. But not could have an ambition to be an artist. You never know. Don't My think final question is: Yeah, are they 
relevant today? Like, are they on a TV show, for example, that's on TV at the moment? Um, they're not relevant today for such. They've been relevant recently. Very relevant. Hmm. Okay. I so that's I what you've got. It is. I think I know who Do it is. Do you really? Well, I think I've got the ballpark. I think. I'm not going to say who. But I think obviously it, not. And you don't have to answer, obviously, on here. But I think we, we're going down like a Gemma Collins, Katie Price type of world. I thank you for that in, uh, interesting suggestion. Okay. I have I no thoughts on it. I find, that's fair. I, I think we're going reality world because they're determined to come in. They're desperate to come in. They are not <laughs> known as are. an artist, but could have an ambition to do something that they're not good at. Um... And they have been re very relevant recently, but not right now. So to me, that could be like, like a Love Island star or something. I don't know. Okay, I like your thought process, but obviously, I can't can't say anything. Obviously, obviously not. Mm. So here's what's established: they're not a man. They are an actual, specific human being that exists, not related to politics, not musical, and they were relevant fairly recently, but not necessarily on today, Saturday, the nineteenth of October. 07807 183 538. That's the number you can text if you think you know who it is that is knocking at the door. Uh, you can also tweet us at WizRadio or send an email to station at wizardradio.co.uk. Yes, all right. Wait, wait about 50 minutes, okay? God, some people just won't give up. So that is this week. Someone's knocking at your door. Uh, get in touch if you think you can guess who is trying to get in today. Still to come. Uh, going to play you some Tones and I, some Halsey coming up as well. After the news first, it's 4 o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Wizard Radio, Tones and I, Dance Monkey and Halsey Graveyard before that. It's Alec Feldman here, hi. On till five, someone's knocking at your door is on at ten to five. Still to come also, Niall Horan's QCSE in French will be discussed in about 15 minutes time. And Maisie Peters and Niall Horan play very soon actually. First though, um, I've I've put a suit on, a very, a very uh, cheap suit. I think I got it for about, I don't know, 20 quid from somewhere you know um, it's quite it's bright blue like electric blue and i've also taken a bath in some cologne because i have become once again a celebrity estate agent so come, come on hi hi good to see you let me let me shake your hand yeah a, a, a very weak handshake obviously um because i'm i'm slippery and slimy um i am a friend to the stars as you know and sometimes they ask me to help sell their houses for them if they're having a bit of trouble um, I sold... Whose house did I sell before? Was it Harry Styles' house? I feel like it might have been. And now um, Justin Bieber has asked for his help. He saw the results I got when I sold Harry Styles' house. And, and now it's Bieber's turn because he wants to move house. He's just got married, you know. He's thinking maybe let's, let's change it up a bit, get a new pad, somewhere more family-friendly. And so um, the old house is going. And so I'm just going to just take a little tour if that's all right. And uh, you can, can see if you like it. Obviously, uh, let me know if there's any questions. Um, not difficult ones. Don't ask about that, that mysterious green stain on the wall. That's It's not damp, it's just decoration. That's how Justin likes it. Yeah, d don't mind the smell. Um, obviously, the smell the smell won't be here when, uh, when you move in. Obviously, we'll get that all sorted for you. Uh, so just uh, ignore that. Try not to let that affect your view of the house. But uh, yeah, come in, come in. Welcome to the big hallway. Um, you can see You can see the staircase there. They've got lots of skateboards and um, they, they come with a house. If you'd like them, you can maybe use them to skate down the banisters. If that's 
the kind of thing you're into. You can also uh, enjoy the case that have some weird, some weird dolls. It. I know they look a bit disturbing because of the the way their eyes are stitched up. But you know what? That's all fine. Um, it's it's you know it's tasteful. It's modern art. So uh, obviously you can get that with the house if you'd like it. Like it. And if you just follow me upstairs, you can see how lovely the the, the wallpaper is on there. Some nice leaf decoration oh yeah that's the wine cellar over there that you can see by the way just uh, through the banisters if you you'd ever like a house with a wine cellar obviously this house does come with one for you to put your wine collection in if that is something that interests you and if not you can turn it into something else you can use it as some fancy shelves if you like for all your books it could be a library a wine cellar or a library the possibilities are really endless um in this in this area of the house obviously lots of natural daylight you can see some floor to ceiling windows so that everyone can look in on you and you can look out on the world um we've got a nice a lego man a painting of a lego man on the wall and uh, that that seems to be yeah that is that is just a coffee machine on the floor um i don't know why it doesn't have its own table i guess that's how justin likes it next to another one of those weird dolls in a glass cabinet yeah that's what we've got here if i um if you let me take you through a little bit more what can we see over there oh uh, <laughs> don't don't look over there just ignore that room the room that says um justin's uh, you know don't don't look at that we'll ignore that bit that's um his his private space um oh and if you come over here into this room here this is justin's playroom that's where Justin keeps all his toys. You've got you've got the Lego, you've got the Playmobil, you've got his toy cars and his scale electric. Um, yeah, all that is what he keeps in here. And obviously, um, you might know Justin. He loves train sets. So Justin Weaver has got a massive train set. He's kind of running around the whole house, actually. Um, so, you know, just every now and again, a train will go past when he just sat in a room. That's perfectly normal. Uh, that'll come with the house if you want to pay a little bit extra for the train set. Because Justin, Justin just enjoys playing, you know. He's got his Wii in here and his his Xbox and um, and of course all his other games and action figure collection as well. He actually he loves um, collecting Superman action because he's got a whole room full of that, which um, the room is actually for sale. But you know you could you could have all that. And the price for all this, by the way, um, well we can negotiate. Um, but I think well offers can start. I think we're going to say at about ooh, I don't know nine. Nine million dollars, possibly. Is that is that reasonable? Yeah. Okay. You'll you'll call me about it. Oh, all right. Well, um, I'll look forward to hearing from you then. Yeah. Just, just be in touch, won't you? Yeah. Okay. Good seeing you. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Bye bye now. Um, that's that's Harry Styles' house, everybody. And this is Maisie Peters. Maisie Peters, this is on you. And that was on on Wizard Radio. Sorry. Um, couldn't resist. Um, yeah. That was the before that the celebrity estate agent. That was me being a, an estate agent to celebrities, trying to sell you Justin Bieber's house. Justin Bieber, not Harry Styles, like I said at the end. I got confused. Um, yeah, Styles' house. No, I did it again. Bieber's house, yes. Styles' house, no. So there we go. And now we can all move on. Um, I've had another realisation. I have many realisations. I feel like it's been just a big week, big few weeks in general in my life in terms of realising things. Maybe I'm going through a, a growth period or something. I, I don't know. Um, and I've realised a lot of the time people ask you questions when you're chatting with them, just kind of catching up. They're finding out how your life is going. They'll ask you something. But then even though they've asked a particular question, 
the answer you give is not actually supposed to be the answer to that question directly. They ask one thing. They actually want you to ask like a different answer, a different question. They're not really asking what it sounds like they're asking. And it took me a while to tweak this. A long time. And um and I suddenly realized midway through answering a question and it suddenly all made sense. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. But it took me just being really, really boring to work out that this is the case. Um, the particular question that's given me some trouble for quite a while now is the question, how's Leeds? I'm at uni in Leeds. It's a great city in the north of England, in Yorkshire. It's great. Um, very nice place. And whenever people ask me, how's Leeds? I always, I've always thought, that's kind of a weird question. Like, why are they asking me? about the city of Leeds like why are they particularly interested and I'll normally the, my sort of stock answer is something like uh, yeah yes yeah, Leeds great place big fan um, very nice place in the UK it's great Leeds is very good thanks um, and I've been doing this for a while and recently someone asked that same question they go you know how's Leeds and for some reason maybe I was a bit I wasn't expecting the question the best thing I could come up with as an answer to this question was a, an answer about a roadworks that were happening in Leeds city centre. That that was the best thing I could think of. They said, oh, how's Leeds? I go, well, you know, uh, the buses are a bit messed up at the moment because they're doing loads of roadworks, they're digging up all the road. And I was, I was saying this, these words were coming out of my mouth. And yet in my head, at the same time as these words were coming out of my mouth, I was thinking, hang on a minute. Am I actually talking about bus diversions and roadworks? That's clearly not what they want me to talk about. They have no interest in bus diversions or roadworks. Therefore, the only logical explanation I can think of is that when they say, how's Leeds, they're not actually asking how Leeds the city is, but in fact, they're asking how I'm finding uni. And that seems really obvious, right? And yet it's taken me probably two years to work this one out. And it all makes so much sense now. It explains the sort of the slightly confused looks I get when people ask me how's Leeds and I tell them some uninteresting fact about the city or start going on about bus diversions and roadworks. It's because they don't actually want to know how Leeds the city is. They're just asking in a slightly more interesting way about my experiences of going to university. It just happens to be in Leeds, but they're not actually interested in Leeds. They're interested in, in me and my life and what I've been up to. And... I feel like I've realised it's about two years too late, but it's quite a useful thing to know as as things go, that now when people ask me that question, I can tell them something interesting about my life, if there's anything interesting I can find, and not just weird, uninteresting facts about a city. So that's good. It's a weird thing that people do, but apparently they do it. They ask a question, and then actually... Well, they don't really want to know the answer to that question. They're just phrasing a different question in a in a weird way. So... Um, I don't really know what to do with that information, but now I will know. Now I'll know how to answer the question properly. I've been trained. Finally, social ineptness, little bit by bit. I'm kind of, I'm getting the hang of it now. It's all good. Um, Niall Horan is on now, and I, I want to share something with you about this song afterwards. Just listen very carefully to the words, because there is one I think is a bit of a stinker. You will find out what in about, I don't know, three and a half minutes. Should we do that then? Here's Niall Horan. Wizard Radio, that was Niall Horan. And nice to meet you, which I, I, I like that song. I think it's good. I like any song with a piano in, so that is right up my street. However, however, um, 
I want to talk to you about the lyrics of that song. I think there's a few. There's a few that are a bit a bit dodgy, but there's one in particular that it's just it's poor. It's poor. It's bad songwriting. I think I'm not a songwriting expert, but I think this one one line just come on. You can do better than this because it sounds like he's just remembering like one phrase, one phrase that he can remember from his French UCSE. That is the phrase that he's used in this song. It comes quite early on, I think, and you can hear it now because we have a clip. This is what I'm talking about. I wanna blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm gonna take you somewhere And that that phrase, right? It's French. It says blah 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 something something something. But you know, j'adore la mer. So just casually like slipping in a French phrase in English because it rhymes. Um, something like, you know, j'adore la mer, which means I love the sea. That's what it means. And it sounds like he's gone he's gone into his old French GCSE speaking assessments. He's taken a look, it's gone uh, blah 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 blah. Aha, that rhymes and it's French. Let's go with it. Da, 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 da. You know, j'adore la mer, because it rhymes, and that's literally the only reason he's done it. I think it's I think it's poor, I think it's lazy, but also quite funny. That that literally sounds like the kind of thing you get in your French UCSE. Or in like one of the listening exams when they play in my school, I feel like in my first year at least, they were still doing this. They literally had a cassette player and they got out the cassette player from Encore Tree Killer or whatever it was. And you do the listening papers and it'd be like, Bonjour, je m'appelle Bob. J'adore la mer. That would mean like, hello, my name is Bob and I, I love the sea. And that'd be it. And yet there it is in an actual song by a former member of One Direction. The line, you know, j'adore la mer. And I mean, come on, you can do better than that, Niall. You really can. But it did give me an idea that it would be quite fun if we replaced that line, j'adore la mer, from the line uh, from the Niall Horan song, and just replaced it with like other slightly rubbish French GCSE phrases, the kind of thing that you would have used in your speaking or heard on one of those like cassette tapes where you have to listen and write down what they say. And then we could just possibly improve the song instead of being you know j'adore la mer it could be da, 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 you know au weekend j'ai joué au foot which means at the weekend i played football and and there you go you can just spice it up a bit with all kinds of french phrases and so that's something i would like you to get involved with this one is slightly more specific than usual because it kind of only works if you have any kind of ability to speak a tiny amount of French. You don't need a lot. All you need is like the one phrase in French that you can remember. That's it. All you need, just one phrase. Anything. Even if you haven't done French at school for like a long time. Doesn't matter. You just need one phrase. If you remember it, send it to me and then we can put it in that song and just kind of improve it a bit. So um, 07807 183538. If you want to text me, that's how you can do it or send it by email station at wizardradio.co.uk or on Twitter at wizardradio on there. Also, if you want to slide in on Facebook, um, you can message us on there. Wizard Radio Station, just find us there. Um, all I want is slightly rubbish French phrases, anything you can remember, anything at all, no matter how short, how simple, how stupid. That's all we need. It only needs to be short so we can fit it into that song and I think make it better because something you like it, you know, j'adore la mer. Is, is is kind of rubbish. So if you can get on board with that, 
that would be greatly appreciated. We can have some fun with it in the next 10 minutes. First, though, um, a different song to play you. Not Nile Horan again, because we've already heard that one. But it is by Summer Walker, which is a kind of a weird name because it sounds like just a sentence. But no, it's an actual human being. And I've done some research on Summer Walker to tell you all the facts that you didn't know before about her. And here they are condensed into 60 seconds. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Summer Walker, as she prefers it to be pronounced, uh, is a famous Twitter gamer known, oh sorry, a famous Twitch gamer known for her live streams of games such as Call of Duty, The Sims and Minecraft that attract thousands of viewers. As a gamer girl, she rose to fame by offering to sell her bathwater on eBay, with a successful bid being over $10,000. Uh, unfortunately, when it came to sending it out, the envelope got soggy and disintegrated, leaving one very angry fan and lots of wet posts. She was also the source of some controversy when she built a huge bust of Donald Trump on Minecraft, only to then have it blown up. The Reddit bros were furious at the levels of disrespect, and many called 911 on her, reporting her for inciting violence. Hilariously, when asked, she always says her favourite season is actually autumn. <laughs> What's she like? This song is not, as many people wrongly believe, featuring Bryson Tiller, but instead is it's Summer Walker singing alone about playing games with Bryson Tiller. Um, they're always chatting online whilst they play. Um, they originally virtually met on a Fortnite forum. So here it is, Summer Walker playing games with Bryson Tiller, but it's not actually featuring Bryson Tiller. That's Summer Walker in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. Wizard Radio with Maroon 5 and um, it's called Memories. Before that, Summer Walker playing games. It's Alec here on Wizard Radio. Um, coming up, someone's knocking at your door very soon. And really good track by Marin Morris and Hosier soon as well. First though. Discussing the new Niall Horan song, which is called Nice to Meet. You played it about 15 minutes ago, which has one of the possibly laziest lyrics of all time. Um, I want to blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm going to take you somewhere warm. You know, j'adore la mer, which is French for I love the sea and conveniently rhymes with I swear. And I think that's the only reason has included it because he couldn't think of an English word that rhymes. So he's just gone, ah. Right, what am I going to do? I know. I remember this one phrase from my French GCSE. J'adore la mer. And we'll, we'll stick that in and no one will notice and they'll be fine. And so I've asked you to send in any random tiny short phrases that you might vaguely remember from your French GCSE. And we can just stick it in the song. And I think improve it. So we have... How many have we got? I think we've got about seven to get through here. So let's let's roll the track and we'll do the first one. Amon Avi, which means in my opinion, and that's from Harley. Okay, an all right start, but let's just, let's do, let's go again. Another one. I wanna blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm gonna take you somewhere warm, you know. Le poulet roti uh, from Jody, which means roast chicken. So that would translate as, um, I'm going to take you somewhere warm, you know, roast chicken, um, which kind of works as a line. You know, if you're trying to shut up a girl, if you offer her roast chicken, she will melt in your hands like Play-Doh. Trust me. Next one. Pourtant. Just the one word, which means... However, I mean, yeah, 
I did say no matter how short the phrase, but maybe uh, elaborate a bit more. Maybe you could combine some. Okay, let's let's combine some. We'll combine Ryan's. Um, we'll combine Ryan's, Jody's, and Harley's all in one go. Come on, let's go again. Pourtant, à mon ami, le poulet rôti. However, in my opinion, roast chicken, which makes total sense, right? Good. I'm enjoying this. Let's continue. Next one from Lewis. Dawn Le Noir. In the dark. Excellent. You see, I'm sure if Nile's listening, he'll be loving this. Because we're, we're, just, we're doing it. We're making a song better. No more slightly rubbish French song lyrics for him. Oh, no. We're, we're doing things properly now. Um, who should we do now? Let's do Sophia next. I want to blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm going to take you somewhere warm, you know. Excusez-moi. I, I can't sing in tune, but, you know, that works, Sophia. Um, she's given us another one. We could also do... Desolée. Both mean sorry. If you want to go with that one. Um, I like this one next from Emily. Je ne comprends pas. Which means, I don't understand. Um, and we've got one more, and then we might play around with a few which we can combine. We'll do this one from Nathan. Avec des glaçons. Which means, uh, on the rocks, which I think literally with with the rocks, or with ice, or something like that. I guess if you're ordering a drink. So, um... Which which t- which ones could we combine? We could do, excusez-moi. Yeah, let's do, let's do Emily's one, and we'll do Sophia's one combined next. Let's go. Excusez-moi, je ne comprends pas. Excuse me, I don't understand. You see, listen, right, Niall, if you're listening, re-record the song, do a new version put more of these these french phrases in um i want to have a go actually let's do let's do one more and i can do one and then we'll we'll stop making fun of niall horan one more j'ai on sir i have one sister wonderful um, you're so welcome, Niall. Get in touch, and we can we can organise that re-recording session. Yeah, uh, someone's knocking at your door. That is on very soon. First, we'll do Marin Morris and Hosier. This is the Bones. Who doesn't like a bit of country music? Marin Morris and Hosier. That is the Bones. I think that's. I existed, th- and then she was like, "Yo, Hosier, jump on the track, bro," and probably exactly like that actually. And and on the track he jumped, and I think he's a nice addition. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Hope you are good. Miles Bukowski is here at five o'clock tonight. Um, all your hip hop R&B needs sorted. Until then, you have me with a radio feature that probably couldn't be any further from Miles Bukowski's show because it's radio's only game based on the People's Postcode Lottery adverts. Welcome back to. Someone-
someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. I'm Alec Feldman, and this is Someone's Knocking at Your Door. Welcome, everybody. Oh, my gosh, they're still at it. This person, I can't believe it. They've been knocking for the last, like, 50 minutes or something stupid like that. They're really keen to come in. All right. In a second. God. Some people are just too impatient. Right. This this is Radio's Only People's Postcode, also based radio game, as I have established. And this is a game where someone, quite simply, is knocking at my door, as you heard. But will they get let in? Um, that is the big question, and it is a question that can only be answered by you lot, because they will only be let in if you can successfully guess who it is that is knocking at the door. If you can guess, they come in. If you can't guess, they must be turned away, sent away, told never to come back again, or I will call the police. Um, and that's what happens. It's, it's quite embarrassing, actually, when I do have to send people away. But I'm confident this week that... Um, they might actually get let in and then we can have a chat with them because I think this person will be actually really interesting to have a chat with so let's let's have a look and see if anyone has got it this week we had some clues obviously we have to ask questions otherwise we're just guessing based on nothing the person knocking at the door they're not a man they are an actual real life specific individual person they are not related to politics I think all the politicians are kind of a bit busy today. They can't be knocking at the door because they're all arguing instead. They don't really have any musical talent or ambition as far as I'm aware, but it also wouldn't be totally surprising if actually they kind of did. And also, they are they are relevant. They were relevant quite recently. Not necessarily today, 19th of October, but in the past week or two, their name has been going around a lot. A hell of a lot. And so based on that, what have you come up with find out who is knocking at the door oh okay (laughs) i like this one from anna is the person knocking at your door an extinction rebellion protester trying not to get beaten up because he jumped on a train that would explain the urgency of them trying to get inside yeah they could also have musical ambition we don't know that and they are very relevant right now that is a very good suggestion i wish i was smart enough to have thought of that but no the person Sorry, I don't mean to think of that because um, obviously they, they are actually at my door. I don't get to choose who comes. They just arrive. Yeah. But no, the person knocking at the door, I don't think is an Extinction Rebellion protester. It's not the guy who was still on top of the tube train this week that got kind of beaten up by everyone, which was a bit kind of disturbing. They were like a mob. My man. My, my man. My God. Uh, yeah. And it's not that person. They're not trying to escape from the angry mob on the tube platform at Canning Town. That is not the person who's knocking at the door. Anna, you are incorrect. I'm sorry to report. But thanks for playing. Try again next week. Rebecca says, is it Gemma Collins? Ah, uh, yes. James mentioned this when he was trying to work out the kind of the class of person that is knocking at the door this week. Um, I went quiet when James mentioned this, according to Rebecca, which kind of makes her think it's her. But also, Rebecca says, everyone thought she was going to become an artist and go on Celebrity X Factor, but she's not on it. She's also always quite relevant and isn't political at all. That is true. Do you think do you think Gemma Collins is watching like the BBC Parliament channel today? I suspect not, although, you know, maybe maybe we'd all be surprised. Um, it is not Gemma Collins knocking at the door, I don't think. Um, no, it's not her. But a good shout. But no, it, it isn't her. That's not the person knocking at the door. Although, yeah, that I'd say that's the kind of tier of famous person that is knocking at the door but the gc is not today's guest unfortunately adam 
Oh, come on. This is this is silly, Adam. He says, are you knocking on your own door because you lost your key and you need to host your radio show? Um, but then he says, I've just realised you're not a woman, so probably isn't you. But, you know, I don't feel like I can make that judgment about you. Yeah, well, we didn't say it was a woman. We said it's not a man. And I am a man, therefore I'm not knocking at my own door. Um, and I'm here, aren't I? So I can't have forgotten my key. So no, I am not knocking on my own door. Do I, do I really fit any of those... I mean, we said I am a man. Um, yeah. I'm relevant recently, but not, I don't think I've ever been relevant. So, no, I'm not knocking at my own door. I'm afraid you are incorrect. Zach, I think the person knocking at your door is Nicole Scherzinger. I know what you're thinking. She's known for being in the Pussycat Dolls, a music group. But really, Pussycat Dolls were a dance group, and none of them were really known for their musical ability. Harsh but fair. She's also quite relevant. She's a judge on Celebrity X Factor. And there was recently a news story that the Pussycat Dolls are reuniting. And she's an actual person, and a woman, and isn't associated with politics. It all adds up. It does all add up, except it, it doesn't, because it's not Nicole Scherzinger. This is weird. I've had two messages now mention Celebrity X Factor, making someone relevant. But, like, is anyone watching that? Is anybody in the world watching Celebrity X Factor? I kind of assumed that X Factor was kind of dead now and also both of these people are, are quite famous so what are they doing on Celebrity X Factor I don't know but no not Nicole Scherzinger although I did watch a video yesterday of her knocking on her own door because she gave a tour of her house to some YouTube channel and it was it was massive she had a massive cinema room and a huge sofa it was quite nice but no she's knocking on her own door but Nicole Scherzinger sadly is not knocking at my door if she was you'd be the first to know Benny has been on did you double bluff us? I know you said it was a woman, but is it actually Ainsley Harriet? And was that a red herring? For goodness sake, it's not Ainsley Harriet. It will never, ever, ever, ever be Ainsley Harriet. Until the day this feature dies and goes off to the radio feature graveyard, it will never be Ainsley Harriet. Never. Uh, so no, not Ainsley Harriet. Harvey, is it Caitlyn Jenner? They're a woman, an actual person, not really political. Although she has discussed politics before. Mm, wasn't she quite keen on Donald Trump, if I remember? Um, they aren't known as an artist, but you know those Jenna Kardashians. She could have a musical ambition. Why not? It's always relevant. It's Caitlyn Jenner. Um, no, Caitlyn Jenner is not the person knocking at the door, I'm afraid. I think maybe you've gone a bit too famous there. Caitlyn Jenner is actually, you know, internationally recognised. Whereas this person, not internationally recognised but just moderately famous in the same sort of Gemma Collins tier. Those are all the wrong answers. However, the exciting news is that we have a right answer. The right answer comes from Emma. This person that Emma's thinking of is a woman, obviously. An actual person, I guess. Not political at all. Not known as an artist, but could have a musical ambition. And has been very relevant recently because of her argument with Rebecca Cavardi, is it Colleen Rooney? I believe it is. Knocking at the door this week, that's her now, it's Colleen Rooney. Um, Emma says, I, I don't know why she's knocking on your door. Me neither, but maybe, you know what? Let's find out, let's open up the door right now to Colleen Rooney. Yeah, you hear that? The door's open, Colleen, hi. Come on in, come on in. How are you? Oh, good, yeah, moi, moi. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, thanks so much for, for knocking at the door. So, um, what are you what are you doing here? Oh, actually, sorry, Colleen. I've just got to stop you there. I've just looked at the time. It's actually it's five minutes to five, which means I should actually probably be getting off now because the show's over. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Really sorry to keep you waiting. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a chat later. We'll have a chat during Miles' show, but obviously nobody will be able to hear that. Just wait there, right? Sorry we can't have a cup of chat. Oh, it's, it's just all a bit of a hurry, you know. End of the show and all that, but don't worry about it. Thanks for popping in. The correct answer when someone's knocking at your door this week is Colleen Rooney. Well done, Emma. You are the winner. You don't win anything other than my respect and your own pride in your achievement. So well done. And that, like I said, is the end of the show. Sadly, no time for the Colleen Rooney interview. But these things happen, don't they? Back on the radio next week, Saturday 3 till 5, and catch the weekly mixtape on Friday at 3 as well. And if you missed any of the show today, get Alec Feldman the podcast from Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Acast, all the places that podcasts are from. I am on it. You can get it in your ears and subscribe and enjoy this show whenever you like. So that's fun. Miles Pakulski is coming up next on Wizard Radio. First, though, I will finish with Jonas Boone Harvey. This is Younger. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.